Over the last few episodes of the Alive cast, we have heard Jesus speak to his disciples of the Father in chapter 14 and of life with the Son in chapter 15. Now, as we move into chapter 16, Jesus speaks mainly about the Holy Spirit. Let's get stuck in John chapter 16. This I have told you so that you will not fall away. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, the time is coming when anyone who kills you will think they are offering a service to God. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. I have told you this so that when their time comes, you will remember that I warned you about them. I did not tell you this from the beginning because I was with you. But now I'm going to him who sent me. None of you asks me, where are you going? Rather, you're filled with grief because I have said these things. But very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe in me about righteousness because I am going to the Father, where you can see me no longer, and about judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Jesus went on to say, In a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me. At this some of his disciples said to one another, What does he mean by saying, In a little while you will see me no more? And then, after a little while, you will see me. And because I am going to the Father. They kept asking, what does he mean by a little while? We don't understand what he is saying. Jesus saw that they wanted to ask him about this. So he said to them, are you asking one another what I meant when I said, in a little while, you will see me no more. And then after a little while, you will see me. Very truly, I tell you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. So with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. In that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. Though I have been speaking figuratively, a time is coming when I will no longer use this kind of language, but will tell you plainly about my Father. In that day, you will ask in my name. I am not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. No, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and believed that I came from God. 
I came from the Father and entered the world. Now I am leaving the world and going back to the Father. Then Jesus' disciples said, Now you are speaking clearly and without figures of speech. Now we can see that you know all things and that you do not even need to have anyone ask you questions. This makes us believe that you came from God. Do you now believe, Jesus replied? A time is coming, and in fact has come, when you will be scattered, each to your own home. You will leave me all alone. Yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Here in this chapter, Jesus speaks about the Holy Spirit as the advocate that him and the Father will send. An advocate is like a helper, someone who sticks up for us. It's kind of like Jesus is going to send to us an encouraging friend. By the Spirit, Jesus is not only among us, but in us. As the Holy Spirit convicts us of the gospel and helps us to follow the way, listen to the truth and live the life of Jesus. In fact, it's good that Jesus will go so that the spirit, the encouraging friend of the father will come. But notice again that it's hard for Jesus to focus just on the Holy Spirit. Just as Jesus mentioned the advocate already in chapters 14 and 15, Jesus continues to speak of the Father and the Son in this chapter. As an old dead guy called Gregory of Nazianzus said like 1500 years ago, No sooner do I think of the one than I am illuminated by the splendor of the three. No sooner do I distinguish them than I am carried back to the one. See, we think of the Father who sends the Son, and immediately we're told the Son will take us to be with the Father. The Father and the Son send the Holy Spirit, who then teaches us the truth about the Father and the Son. Gregory said, when I think of the three together, I see but one torch and cannot divide or measure out the undivided light. This is the God of the Bible, three in one and one in three. Now, I'm not going to pretend that any of that is particularly easy to understand. But who really wants to worship a God that can fit into our tiny little brains? See, we need a God who is higher and stronger than anything and everything we could face in this world. And a God who is also willing to help us in all our struggles. And that's what Jesus has been revealing to us all this time. Jesus speaks of the God of heaven who also dwells in our hearts. This is the God who commands whole galaxies and comforts us in our grief. The God who sustains life everywhere and who suffered death for our salvation. This is the God of glory beyond our understanding and the God of goodness beyond our wildest dreams. And Jesus tells us all of these things so that in him we may have peace. Here is a God that has overcome the world and also made his home with us. And so, dear friends, take heart. There's some pondering that takes place in this very passage. 
Jesus' disciples are understandably confused about a lot of what Jesus says. In particular, they keep asking, what does he mean by a little while? What do you think Jesus means? Let's pray. Dear God, Father, Son and Spirit, I marvel at your greatness. You are beyond my complete understanding and totally worthy of my worship. Thank you for overcoming the world through Jesus' death and thank you for dwelling in my heart by the Holy Spirit. Please lead me into all truth and help me in every trouble. Amen.